0: You're listening to The Podcast, where you can feast on all the information in the world of sports. Now, here's your host, Tommy Yu. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of this amazing podcast. We are officially kicking things off, and Darren, week one is officially under our, well, almost under our belts. Full disclosure, we are recording this before Monday Night Football, so we don't really know the outcome of all the games, but... Darren, I think we know the outcome of 99% of the games,
1: right? Um, Yeah, and there's only one that's, like, up in the balance. But, I mean, it's probably determined already. But, you know, you never know. There's one, you know, big catch that could change the outcome. We'll see.
0: Yeah, and before we dive into that, because we don't want to spoil things. We tease things now. It's almost like we've been podcasting for a little while. <laughs> but before we get there, Darren... I felt like this was such a long off season, right? Yes. There was so much drama, so many superstars moving around, and the buildup yes. was unbelievable. And now that week one is, for the most part, over. Did it live up to the hype?
1: Um, it was like a normal week one, I think. Like week ones are like wild normally because they don't participate in preseason anymore. So you can never really know what to expect. So like they come out and they're all rusty and like everybody – Except for like, you know, the old veteran quarterbacks. Like they all like look like shit for the most part. Um, yeah, I don't want to cut you
0: off, but a perfect representation is did you catch any of the Steelers and Bengals game?
1: A little bit, yeah.
0: Dude, that game literally had like a full season's worth of drama <laughs> stuffed into a single game. There was like yeah. a mixed or a, not There's like a blocked PAT. <laughs> Then they went to overtime. (laughs) Then there are multiple missed field goals. There was like a strip sack. There was like multiple, like it's everything you could imagine in a full season. They're like, you know what? Let's stuff it into a single game
1: and see what happens. In a game where the quarterbacks are Mitch Trubisky and Joe Burrow. If I told you that one of them had four interceptions and a fumble, you would probably say that that was Mitch Trubisky, but it was Joe Burrow.
0: (laughs) Right? It's just unbelievable. And the fact that, oh, and like, um, TJ Watt essentially had like rookie of the year locked up in one single game. And then Taurus Peck, he was unbelievable. He got like a sack. He got an interception. Like he was like, Oh my God, this guy is about to do what JJ Watt did years ago where there was this era where he just took over the game. Exactly. And so I thought he was going to do it again. And unfortunately that happened. So like I said, it was like so many things happened in one game. And I was like, Oh dude, it's fucking week one. This is how you know it's week one, but so many crazy things happen, and I'm really excited to kind of share with the listeners on that. So, Darren, let's break down some of the matchups that happen in the PDL. Who are we tackling first?
1: All right. So, first, I guess we'll talk about my game because it's on the top of my dock here. Um, I got shellacked, it was not a contest whatsoever. Brian put up uh 170, is the highest scoring team in the league this week. Um I I, I did not stand a chance to put it simply. Um, He had James Robinson and I had Travis Etienne. James Robinson got both of the running back touchdowns that were scored. Um, Travis Etienne got zero. So, you know, that's kind of an embodiment of how it went.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I feel like we have to give Hollywood the respect they finally are due according to the public darren i know we usually don't listen to the haters because we just make this show we just chit chat but i've been listening to what the listeners have to say and there has been a good amount of disrespect of hollywood on the air so would you like Mm -hmm. to address that
1: um i mean their team looks ugly on paper but if they keep putting up 170 a week they can look as ugly as they want it doesn't you know production is all that matters, right? Like it can be,
0: I were to tell you right now that Debo only puts up like 11 and Hunter Renfro can not even put up four points and Mm -hmm. Hollywood still has the highest amount of points, at least up to this point of Mm -hmm. the week. I wouldn't believe you. And like you said, everyone on this team were productive. It was unbelievable. Of course, having Cooper cup, there's going to be fantastic, but with how this season or at least how week one went because once again week one is all up in there i feel like the real nfl season doesn't really start until like week five and then you slowly see how offenses play but there is still a lot of optimism in hollywood we have to give them their due but this is a fun little thing to put you on the spot darren are they for real because not only did they were they were one start sit away from winning the whole thing last year and all, all off season, uh, admittedly myself included, we were saying, Oh, you know, they're good, but then they missed their window. They're getting old. There's no way that, you know, there's no way Cooper cup could triple crown again. There's no way Diva could have that Cinderella season again. Mark Andrews. There's no way he could do that. Uh, Cordero Patterson absolutely can't do it again. And then what do they do week one? They put up the most amount of points. So, are they for real? Is this going to be a good amount of momentum? Because it's no secret that Hollywood did kind of have that Cinderella story. No, no big injuries really disrupted anything. we never want to predict injury onto a team, but they're kind of making a statement, huh?
1: Yeah. So like last year, um, they all stayed healthy. Um, they didn't have any major injuries. So if they can do that again, like they'll probably be a playoff team. Um, but like looking at the bench, their bench is just still very thin. So um, they just got to hope for health. But if they can, have, if they can stay healthy like they did last year. They're probably going to be in the playoffs.
0: Absolutely. But sorry, Darren, I know you're not going to self-diagnose, but I have to be. Uh, we have to address the elephant <laughs> in the room. What happened, man? You um, were you were a top three team according no to preseason. Down.
1: We scored no touchdowns, none, like none, like literally none. Like I, Antonio Gibson had a bunch of yards. Oh my God, dude, I'm going
0: through your roster. You don't have a single touchdown. None. Outside of your quarterbacks, obviously, but like your skill position, zero touchdowns, guys.
1: Like Antonio Gibson had like 150 yards, but did not have a touchdown. Like it's, you know, no touchdowns, not a single one. That's what, that was the problem.
0: Deontay Johnson had 12 targets and he caught seven of them
1: zero touchdowns <laughs> yep like it's you know what can you do
0: uh but it's, hey uh, there's some hope because tonight uh i have a i, I would sutton bet the money williams. you're gonna you're One gonna get them. a
1: couple i think right you know but i i honestly the the games like this i know it's like not really a thing um but when a game where i know i have zero shot i'm like you know just you know Cortland sutton javante williams the rest of my team already played like shit. So, you know, take this night off and save your points for next week. That's, that's, I always like to think that. Like, if they, if they <laughs> just don't have a perform little bit of well, carryover effect, right? Yeah. If they don't perform well this week, then they're going to perform well next week. So just save those points. You don't have to get touchdowns either. Just save them for next week. We'll oh, dude, them next you're going
0: to be so pissed if, uh, Portland <laughs> Sutton comes down with like two touchdowns and Javante also gets like three touchdowns and you still fall a little bit short, but they just go nuclear.
1: Yeah, like I literally need 100 points from them two to win. So like if both of them combined for 50 points or both of them combined for 100 and you have 50 points each, sure, I'll take it. But (laughs) (laughs) otherwise, just get like 10 each. I don't care.
0: Yeah, Sleeper says there's a 1% chance of this happening. So, I mean, crazier things have happened, I presume. But unfortunately, it didn't look like a deliver. But Darren, we have to talk about it. Dak got hurt. CD lamb, man. Less than four Um, points. And this was the year that he's supposed to be the guy. Amari Cooper isn't in town anymore, and his biggest yeah. what uh, competition for targets is Schultz. I mean, come on, this should be the CD Lamb show. And did did he get hurt this game? Or what? come on, what, what what's he only got what two catches for twenty nine yards?
1: Yeah, CD season is over. Um, it's done. It started. Is it because yesterday. of McCarthy and
0: that uninspired offensive like play calling? You think, or is it, like what is it?
1: I think it's a lot of a combination of everything. Um, obviously they're able to like you know move the coverage towards CD. Um, so even in the beginning when Dak was still playing, he they didn't he didn't look good. I know that the Bucks defense has they have a really good defense, but they are like kind of moving the coverage towards CD. Um which didn't help. Obviously he was getting like visibly frustrated. You could yeah, tell. Yeah, dude, like, I was, That was off. the
0: one thing I wanted to add. I don't mean to cut you off. Like I always do on this podcast, but no, like that was the biggest change up for me in the past. Sometimes he would just kind of disappear, but that wasn't mm-hmm. like something that's, you know, like if he disappeared, like he did this game, like it's not out of the norm for me, but to see yeah. him get like really kind of ticked off on some of these calls or maybe the ball wasn't thrown exactly where he was expecting, or mm-hmm. maybe he thought there was some pass interference that wasn't called. Like, he just looked like he was pissed off that whole game, which was kind yeah. of really kind of weird to see, especially with how dysfunctional that entire all- – like, I think in the first half, Dallas only had, like – what, did they even have, like, 100 yards on – they didn't, right? They ha- they were doing mm-hmm. nothing. And so yeah. he was getting so pissed. So, like, as a C.D. lamp, huge fan. You and I are both huge fans of him. I was always a little bit more mm-hmm. skeptical, but, like – you're saying it's over already. I, I know Dak got hurt, but you're saying it's just
1: well, done. Well, the, the chance of him being a top-five receiver, I would say, is done. Like, that's not going to happen this season. Um, without Dak, it's just their their offensive line sucks. Their offense as a whole is going to be terrible now. Um, Yeah, there's I no way Cooper Jimmy Rush
0: G- is going to be good enough to make him sustainable, right?
1: Yeah, they're basically, you know, the worst version of the Browns right now, right? Hold on, like hold on. What if they get Jimmy G, though? Uh, that would help. I, I'm, not,
0: I'm not saying like, Oh, CD lamb going to be the one better than Cooper cup. I'm, I'm not saying that, but come, you gotta yeah. be a little excited. I mean, Jimmy G say what you will, but he has sustained multiple fantasy players in his career.
1: Whether yeah, it's Debo,
0: I... George Kittle. Um, I mean, those are the only two that really kind of come to mind right now, but you get what I mean. He's at least done it before. And I think even if he's... with
1: Cooper rush, he's going to mm-hmm. be top 20. um, But, like, you know, top 20 is not what I was expecting this year. Um, I was expecting, at at worst, top 10. So, um, I think that that kind of... You think the
0: fantasy community is going to start souring on Lamb? Not not to the fault of his own, but it's not really his fault that he was this hype to begin with, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I I think he will be, like, you know, shit on a little bit, but I I think it won't be, like, that much because it's going to be the people that already... Talk shit on him anyway. Oh, uh, like looking
0: for excuses to tear him apart, kind of thing.
1: Yeah, and it's like it's not really, you know, as a receiver, you have to rely on the quarterback to get you the ball. So if you have the ball coming from Cooper Rush, you're kind of fucked. Um, so it's kind of the same thing as the the Browns right now. Like the Browns are waiting for Deshaun Watson to come back. So his uh, former teammate Amari Cooper is in like the same situation. He's playing with a terrible quarterback, and he's not really like gonna be great until deshaun watson comes (laughs) so um they're in like the kind of the same situation but the Browns situation is actually a little bit better because i would say their defense is better and their offensive line is clearly better um and their running backs are better too max (laughs) so um yeah it's kind of like brown south now without Dak, which kind of sucks but um for as an eagles fan i don't really give a shit but as a cd owner (laughs) it sucks (laughs)
0: yeah yeah this is definitely a huge huge hit for fantasy purposes which is just dallas in general and there are a lot Mm. of fantasy relevant players that were looked at very optimistically so that's going to take a change but just to conserve some of our time darren i'm really interested to kind of see how your team does because they're still so young and there's a chance that this team could actually explode but it looks like this week for right now it looks like it was a little bit of a dud but come on you have to be a little bit excited to see what uh Russell Wilson's gonna do in Denver, right?
1: Let's, yeah, I, I am. I can't wait for the Monday night game, but I guess we'll we'll move on to Steve versus Josh because this one should be a quick one. Um, yeah, Josh has 35 points right now, so um, I that was bad. Um, he Can probably we talk won't replicate. How if he this. played
0: Greg, he would have lost.
1: He would have, yes,
0: like, <laughs> so, how's that like you thought, like, you and I really sat and looked at. Every alternate universe, and you're like, there's no way that Greg would ever win. Like, even yeah, had a chance like, to win.
1: Possible. But not, not only it, would it he was, have had a chance apparently. to win this
0: week, he would have won.
1: Yeah. So uh Greg right now has 62 points and Josh is projected to get 56. So unless Penny has a like an, an amazing game, um Penny and Lockett, he has Penny and Lockett left. So unless they combine for like 30 points, um, then Greg would have won. And guys, so... this
0: isn't because like Josh just try to tank underneath our nose and we just didn't catch yeah, his lineup. He, like his he had Stafford best... and Aaron Rodgers in. <laughs> and it just... <laughs> it just so <laughs> happened if you put Stafford and Aaron Rodgers points together, do they get the double digits?
1: Um, barely.
0: Yeah. Like they barely get to like 10 points
1: between Rodgers yeah. and
0: Stafford put together. And uh, let's just say to kind of really recap how terrible his team was uh Isaiah mckenzie was the top leading scorer of his team uh barring tonight i'm sure that's going to change but with 8.9 so that's
1: unbelievable we can put it this way and then move on to the next game patrick mahomes alone outscored josh's entire roster so far oh my god (laughs) hold
0: on hold on before we fully move on we have to appreciate how amazing (laughs) steve's team went off
1: yeah. Pat I mean, Mahomes his and team Saquon started Barkley.
0: at negative in the negatives after James mm-hmm. Cook put up almost negative two points. And I was like, OK, well, that sucks for Steve. Like he should still pretty much have a good shot to beat Josh, but that's no way you want to start. And then he dropped one hundred
1: and fifty five. And he had Carson Wentz on the bench Had thirty three points. Like this team could be dangerous, dude. Could like be. Saquon Barkley is back. Yeah, he is. He, he definitely looked good.
0: This is this scene is going to be really scary. And Patrick Mahomes is playing off like pissed off this year because everyone's like, Oh no, it was just Tyreek. It's not Mahomes. And he looks yeah. like he's trying to play with something. So yeah, we don't need to spend any more time here, but I did want to shine a little light on Steve's team who I always have a little bit of uh PTSD because that still to me is Chuck slash Danny's yeah. team. So it, it, I don't know, dude, we can't kill it. Every time I think it's yeah. dead, it comes back.
1: Well, moving on to the aforementioned Greg, Um, He played Jeff, and as expected, he lost. Um, It's, you know, he tried. Davis Mills had 19
0: points.
1: (laughs) He he gave it his best shot. Robbie Anderson had 18. Like, he had some players. um, They put up some points, but um, Jeff's team was just a little too good. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. We saw Mike's complaints in the chat about Clyde um, performing for Jeff and never performing for Mike. Um, Kareem Hunt had a couple touchdowns. James Winston looked good, picked up where he left off from before he tore his ACL, and Jeff still has Russell Wilson to play. So, um, that game is over. <laughs> it's not no chance for Greg to win there. Um, <laughs> the Yows, the Yows, they made that last second trade with Mike. Like dude, literally, we didn't talk that, about that minutes? Minutes yet, huh? Was that four minutes before the kickoff? Like that was, dude. he was like,
0: literally like i was so pissed because i was still adjusting my lineup i was like oh should i start dk or should i start miles sanders i don't know which one i should start and then they did this trade and i was like what the fuck dude how can i tinker if you guys do this bullshit to me but yeah darren what trade happened
1: um so they traded um chase claypool jahan dotson and a first round pick that was your first round pick so it should be a late one um for terry mclaren and devonta smith um out that of was...
0: absolutely nowhere, right? <laughs> this, this surprised fucking, ev- like, Mike would say, oh, I'm going to rebuild I, Like, I was like, oh, that's cheek and tongue. He's probably just going to do something weird. But when I saw it was with the yows, I was like, what the
1: fuck? <laughs> like,
0: dude, I didn't even know Kenny and Kev knew who Mike was.
1: <laughs> well, Kev made a trade with them in the past that I highly advised him not to do. Um that was for Mike Davis because he he was like, "Would you trade a third round oh, pick?" For and that Mike
0: worked Davis? out for them pretty well. though. It did,
1: it did, it did. So maybe this one will be like the same kind of thing, like where Kev will make a trade and then it'll work out. And because like, Dude, I mean, all I the trades that they also, do,
0: low key, work out for them.
1: They really do. Like, like they, they, they're
0: actually like really fucking good.
1: I know like they only seem to make trades when they work out like they I traded for Cortland Sutton so I got a good piece back in Courtland Sutton but they got Amon Ross St. Brown and Gabe Davis like there's no <laughs> way that Cortland Sutton is going to produce 32 points this game I mean I guess it's possible but he's probably not going to produce 32 points so like so what every you're telling me they is
0: make, everyone that I'm like eh on just trade them to them and just try to get them back
1: and and we have to well you we have to trade them to them and then trade back for them before they break out. That's what I mean. Like like them.
0: right now. Be like, ah yeah,
1: <laughs> they're like the yeah, I guess
0: for yeah, yeah, for Herbert, I'll give you like Jamison Williams and Joe Burrow and blah blah blah. And then later <laughs> I'll be like, I need Jamison Williams back. So like here, take these other guys.
1: <laughs> you just have to like let them sit there for like maybe a week because oh, if it's any longer okay, than that, long then they're takes. gonna have like sixty points the next week and you're gonna be like, What the fuck? But like, no, what, what
0: what do you think about this trade in context to Mike right now? Because Eleven in the room, he's kind of it, unhinged right now. I don't know if it's all a facade or what's going on, but uh, the vibes coming out of Southern Oregon are not good. So what is your takeaway from this trade?
1: It definitely makes him worse, but not that much worse because like if you're gonna take Terry McLaren off your team, who's a top 20 receiver, like that's clearly gonna make you worse. Um Devonta Smith, you're expecting him to be good um so you place them with Chase Claypool and Jahan Dotson Jahan Dotson had a really good game but he only had like four targets just two of them happened to be touchdowns so um i think his stat line makes him look a lot better than what he actually did like if he just had four catches for 30 yards no one would have been saying anything you know but two of them were touchdowns so everyone's like oh shit Jahan uh, Hold
0: on hold on uh, to be fair, though, I want to paint the context for Jahan Dotson because I feel like he's been disrespected a lot in the fantasy community. But if it was any other rookie, first round pick, that guy—that's well, true. That same that exact four catches <laughs> yeah. for thirty something for two touchdowns. Imagine that's yeah. Drake London. Imagine yes. that's Traylon Burks. Yes. Imagine if that's Garrett <laughs> Wilson. People will be losing their fucking mind saying Jamar Chase is here, Jamar mm-hmm. Chase Jr. right here. Justin Jefferson. No, true. I want Chris Olave now. But that's because it's John Dotson, they're like, oh that's that's cute. I, I don't know. I, I'm not saying please. And I know this is a phrase I got picked on, but don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not saying Jahan <laughs> Dotson deserves to be in the same breath as the guys I just named. But isn't it funny because it's Jahan Dotson, we're just like, eh, that's cute. Yeah, that's that yeah. that's nice.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I think I think both things are true. Um I think like, even
0: if Kyle Pitts did that, we'd be losing oh, yeah. our fucking mind
1: yeah so so yeah you're right like it, it's literally it's a little bit of an overreaction but at the same time an underreaction I guess but um I think that like Terry McLaren is obviously the better receiver between oh, the two no, of them I, I agree um, like this isn't I'm not
0: saying this is the best we've seen at Jahan Dotson but this is not mm-hmm. something we should always expect but it's mm-hmm. just funny I want to give him a little bit of respect because a lot of the times people are like well no he won't do it again uh maybe blah blah I'm like well, yeah, maybe Traylon Burks can do that. Or maybe Drake London. it. But, like, John Dotson already did it. He just showed you. So, once yeah. again, it's not the norm, but I feel like we definitely should put a little bit more respect on his name. And I feel like because he went to Penn State, we got to go up to bat for some of our boys.
1: Yeah, and, and um, I think Chase Claypool stinks. So, um, there's <laughs> that. So. You
0: did say that. You you have uh, been on – um. <laughs> forward to say
1: yeah he's like, he's, he's big and right. fast and strong and everything but like i just don't think he's like a good, he's a good
0: athlete this, but not a good football yes. player
1: yeah i don't think he's like great um so so like which is fine like he's a piece to get back and everything and like he he could still like pan out and everything now he's playing in the slot which is playing in a slots easier um but i just don't think he's like good um but yeah the Yaws won as kind of as expected they're playing welch so um it Was close when we were talking about it last week because the Owls didn't have a tight end in their lineup yet or a quarterback. Uh, But they put a quarterback and a tight end in their lineup and now they're up by 40 points. So I'm actually going to
0: have to rely on you a little bit, Darren, here because I didn't watch these games too closely. But how much of the Brees Hall slash Drake London experience were you able to see?
1: Um, I didn't see any of the Drake London thing, um, but Michael Carter, to me, looked a lot better than Brees Hall. Dude, um, I
0: saw some of the Michael Carter highlights. They were yeah. great. And the reason I worded it that way is I, I didn't see anything about pre-tall. Like I didn't
1: see a single yeah. thing. I, I, I know that like, he's going oh, he like, to, like,
0: I didn't even know he fumbled.
1: Yeah. He's eventually going to be better. Um, obviously. Um, But as of now, I think Michael Carter might be like the lead back in, for the jets for like at least a couple weeks. Right. Like he just, he just looks better.
0: And you did share know. that. What did the offensive coordinator say that he was that a heartbeat is the heart of, of the
1: offense? Heartbeat of the offense.
0: <laughs> I don't want to pump up your guys cause, just because you're on the show. But I mean, the kind of numbers or the numbers speak for themselves. But like I said, yep. I, this is unfair for me to say. I didn't watch. I'm just looking at the stats. So I'm sorry, Welch, that you're uh, getting poo-pooed on the podcast. But no, <laughs> I, I feel like this team is still in that rebuild phase. I mean, they have three first-round picks, so they're not supposed to be winning now. Yeah, but you have he to be. Care. A little bit encouraged with what you're seeing with some of your guys. I mean, he at least has rookies that got meaningful mm-hmm. playing time, and Drake mm-hmm. London almost put up 10 points well, in his debut, too.
1: I saw on Twitter that people were saying that like Drake London looked really good, I just didn't see it myself. But, um, oh, oh, hold on, funny. hold on,
0: MT got two touchdowns, bud. Two
1: touchdowns, so I think he you was know,
0: what nearly he was catchless at halftime, and I was like, oh wow, what is happening right now? And he should be then- on the trade block already. <laughs> Oh, no i think he's gonna hold on to him right i know Pop's he is but he's gonna ride be the and die with part. him for some yeah right now well you should have already this is the flipped time. him, dude this like, is the right time. now man get on the fucking <laughs> buck and start rocking man you gotta start selling
1: so the next game um as we all heard about all of us um mike lost um <laughs> dude we is he the biggest sore
0: loser ever
1: dude <laughs> Well, I mean, it's literally one game in, and he's already talking about selling all of his players. No, no, so. hold on,
0: but put it in this context. Like, imagine you're playing Mike in a week, right? And you're kind of a little excited because you're about to win, but you're you can't enjoy it because your opponent is just fucking <laughs> shitting his fucking pants and letting the fucking servers know and be
1: like, Guys, "My team I'm, is oh,
0: terrible." Yes, and you're just like, "Oh, um, I guess I can't drop a funny little gif right now to say woohoo." I mean, you could because that'd be hilarious, but you know what I'm trying to say
1: yeah my team is fucking awful i hate everyone on it like all suck. <laughs> fucking,
0: fucking self-destructed his team put up 140 <laughs> points almost and he's about to hit self-destruct man
1: <laughs> yeah like mike will be fine like he's he's still probably gonna be making a playoff push and everything like i know that everyone except for you know i guess josh greg and welch are gonna be like in the mix this year so nine out of those 12 teams are in the mix um so Mike is in there still unless he like really goes off the deep end. Um, but you know, it was a competitive game. It was one sixty to one forty or one thirty seven, but it was almost one forty. So it was pretty competitive. Um, Justin Jefferson and Josh Allen were really they kept them in it. Um, but you know, Trey Lance looked like poop. Um it's it was a rough game. It was yeah, really well, rainy and muddy it, and everything. It
0: really wasn't his fault
1: there. Yeah, it yeah. It was, but it wasn't, I guess. No, uh, what, come he... on. You can't hold <laughs> it against them. Justin Fields looked better, and they were playing in the same conditions, right? Like, I, mean, I don't know. Yeah,
0: he did look better, but Justin Fields also had, like, a full year behind him, all with the keys. This was, like, so Tri-Lance, first... technically. Dude, they were literally playing in, like, a kiddie pool.
1: I know. I get you'll have we'll have to wait and see until like next week I guess to see if he looks any better. But you know, week one was not great. Yeah, you can't write um,
0: off that quick. But no, I kind of get yeah. what you're saying. Not not a lot of good vibes coming out of Southern Oregon. They do look like they're on the brink of wanting to the reject button or the like. I, I just don't know what they're gonna do, especially if they lose Najee, which it sounds like they might. Dude, this team might be in trouble.
1: Yeah, don't um don't give up yet, Mike. Just don't give up yet. <laughs> you still got time um, But hold
0: on one thing we didn't mention was brett's team i mean brett just brett's team just dropped 160 points dude like quietly too like he, he looks good he didn't like yes mike lost but brett won that's i feel like the narrative we also have to say because his team really came up to bat for him he really dropped 160 one of the highest that we've seen uh, this week and i mean he's really swinging and it looks like this has to do a good amount of confidence because he does have one of the harder schedules to start and we were honestly predicting he might only win one game or we wouldn't be surprised if he goes oh and four and he's starting off one and zero, so we got to put a little bit yeah. of respect on his name right
1: yep and i i don't want to foreshadow too much but he's got a big game next week i know that <laughs> but <going laughs> oh boy too- let's continue The only game left that we have to talk about and the only game left that is hanging in the balance, it's you and Max. Um, This is the tightest game of the week, obviously, because the only one that has any implications from Monday Night Football. Um, It was tight, as we expected. Um, It was lower scoring than we expected, but um, it's come down to the wire. Um, So if DK Metcalf can deliver a couple, you know, what, 60 yards, a couple catches and a touchdown, you're going to win. Um, but it's close, like, I don't know. I, I mean, DK Mecca though, absolutely,
0: like 20% do that. chance. How is that close?
1: All right, DK Metcalf needs what four catches for 60 yards and a touchdown, and you win. Like, that's not that's not a lot to ask, right?
0: I mean, that's fair, but it's also like, I don't know, like, Seattle, I, I feel like they could be one of the worst teams in the NFL, right?
1: Oh, 100 and million percent, yes, but they're and they're, be... up, they're about Absolutely. to go up
0: against Russell Wilson, who's probably pissed off at Seattle, and he wants to make it a point
1: because but that like... even helps DK Metcalf though, because unless they're losing like 42 to nothing in halftime, DK Metcalf's gonna be playing in garbage time. So he's gonna be out there. And if he even if he scores a touchdown in the fourth quarter and nah, they're down right. forty-two to seven. That touchdown still counts to your fantasy football team the same as if he scored in the first quarter.
0: <laughs> so you don't think... So you think I have a better chance than 20% that sleeper is giving me right now? I yeah, think you said, I what, so.
1: 30%? I think it's like, you know, 30, 35. Like, I, DK McFive can absolutely, absolutely 100% get 15.5 that he needs. Like, 100%. Like, that's not even that many points that you need. It's possible. Not likely because the Seahawks are terrible, but possible.
0: I want to keep talking about my team, but I'll do that off the air between just you and I. But let's talk about Max <laughs> real quick, because there are some big, big implications that we Dak. already talked about. Dak. Yeah, Darren. Yeah. You, you got to feel for the champ right now. He does have Justin Fields still, which is great because luckily he had him. So he has to use him. But Dak looks to be out for what? Maybe six weeks.
1: Uh, yeah, I think he's going to be out until the bye week. Um, they have their bye week nine, so it's a six to eight week injury. Their bye week is week nine, so I think he's going to come back week 10. That would be my guess. He comes back week 10 against the Packers after their bye week. Um, I... How
0: much do you think he's this hurt. hurts him? Because not only does he lose Dak now, but this Zeke. also hurts him because he also has uh, Zeke too, right?
1: Yeah, this hurts him a lot. Like it, um, He can plug in Justin Fields, obviously, for Dak Prescott, but it's going to hurt Zeke every week because he's going to have Cooper Rush and that shitty offensive line instead of Dak. Um, I, I, yeah, if I you're a defensive coordinator
0: like, playing Dallas, all you have to do is say, just shut down the run and make Cooper box. Rush <laughs> beat us. That's it. And they can't. So you you have to worry a little bit if you're a Zeke owner too.
1: Yeah. I I think like it hurts him double. Like it hurts me because I have CD, but it hurts him even more. Um, I think like he'll be fine because he has like, you know, Christian Kirk and yeah, Christian Kirk on his bench and like DJ Chark and like he has guys that still put up points. Uh, Tyler Conklin, Tyler Conklin, he scored some points there for you. Um, but That's his I, I think he'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be fine. Like it's just, but it's gonna, it is gonna hurt him definitely. It'll be noticeable. But if he can hang on and win this week, he starts out one and zero, and then, um, you know, he'll be fine.
0: Yeah. No, I completely agree. So with this coming to a close, Darren, what is your projection? I'm assuming you're thinking that uh, MSC is gonna walk away with the victory after tonight, huh?
1: I think you're gonna win. I really. I just- all I right. feel like DK Metcalf is going to get a garbage time like a enough garbage time points that will put you over the edge because like I feel like the whole entire second half of this game is going to be garbage time and they're just oh, going to For you
0: listeners, I need what about 15 points from DK Metcalf tonight, right? Which isn't and, a
1: lot. Yeah, this that's
0: lot. yeah, that's
1: that's fair. So, um, my, we'll we'll find out, you know, in a couple hours, but I feel like as of right now, I think that you'll get enough garbage time points from DK
0: I am going to be honest. I think it's going to be Murphy Street. And I'm not saying this to be humble. I just don't deserve to win this week because I didn't make the best <laughs> decisions with a start sets. So I feel like uh, Max made much better decisions than I. So I feel like you should reward the better owner. And because to me, I think it's quite closer to I don't think I only have a 20 percent chance. I'm not saying it's 50 50, but 15 points from DK Mac. That's absolutely doable, I think. But, um, I still side with, uh, Murphy street because that, that is still asking for a lot. Remember Darren, I was in a similar position like this. I feel like, uh, last year with, of Alvin Kamara, I think I need like 17, 18 points, which is a lot, but I was like, it's Alvin Kamara. And I think he only got me like eight points and I was like, Oh, what the fuck. And so, because I still have that taste in my mouth, I think something similar is going to happen where DK Metcalf might get really, really close. Or I also wouldn't be surprised if he ends up being like Mike Williams and just completely actually, no, I would be really surprised if he disappears, if he doesn't get hurt. But, um, yeah, that kind of wraps up um, at least the recap of week one. So that wraps up kind of a little recap of what this past week was. Obviously, we don't know exactly how it went through, but we know about 99%. I'm just going to act as if I lost. Congratulations, Max. You're starting off 1-0, and but you deserve that because of the unfortunate hit you took with that. But, hey, starting off 1-0 and is great. But, Darren, let's take a peek into week two, if you don't mm-hmm. mind. And we're going to do a little bit of uh, – picks here and we also have selected our game of the week which we're going to reveal at the very very end so starting off mm-hmm. uh let's start off with a little softball huh i'm starting off oh <laughs> one i had to go okay. up against the champ but i do have a bye week this week uh it's the delco dreamers against the austrian oaks sorry greg yeah. i know i probably shouldn't call you the bye week but um darren uh I'd, we don't have to spend a lot of time here but i think i'm gonna be no. a little biased and say i think i'm gonna win but uh you could be a little yeah. bit more objective if you want
1: yeah i mean i got shit on week one and greg is going to get shit on week two like it's gonna be bad it's probably gonna look pretty similar to my score this week um i would say (laughs) it's you know gonna be within 100 points i guess but it won't be close
0: (laughs) i think my team will try to take their frustrations out on the loss of week one and be like all right mccaffrey Henry,
1: can we like wake up today Yeah, it's not gonna be good for Greg. And I I mean I know Greg doesn't really care, but at the same time I think he kinda does care a little bit. Like he you know, he sets his lineup every week. He's trying. He wants I think nothing would make Greg happier to win. If he pulls off a random
0: ass. Just one
1: just one. Just you know, so he still has the first pick, but he wants to just win one, just one. You
0: know, if Greg pulls off that single upset, we'll never let that (laughs) person, like, even if it's me, like, please do not let me forget it ever. (laughs) Like, it could be 10 years down the road and I see you in real life and be like, Tommy, oh, who's the, oh, the guy who lost to Greg back in 2022. Oh yeah, dude, how you doing, man? How's life treating
1: you? (laughs) It would absolutely crack me the fuck up. If he won. Like, even if it was me, I, I just don't think I could help but like think it was hilarious.
0: Hold on. <laughs> Ultimate chaos synergy. What if what if what if Mike loses to
1: Greg? Oh my god. Holy shit. That would be <laughs> I Dude, think, he wouldn't I think just blow would up his the team. League.
0: That would be a fucking nuclear explosion. <laughs> like everyone else in Oregon would be in the radiation <laughs> zone. I would be afraid.
1: <laughs> you'd be like, you'd be like, oh shit! There's another forest fire in Oregon. How'd that happen? It'd be like, oh, Mike just burned his house down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like we're gonna see that he fucking trades away Josh Allen in some random trade i be like, what the fuck just happened?
1: Yeah, that would be bad. That would be worst case scenario for everyone involved. <laughs>
0: Well, we would just I would have to go in, change the score before Mike knows, reach out to Greg and Brian. We're like, we can't we can't let Mike know. <laughs> we can't, we can't exactly. let him know sorry. about what really happened tonight. <laughs> but I'm sorry, we're spending so much time here. I'm sorry, Greg, but I am predicting a win, too. So Delco will bounce back one and one. Not too bad. And hey, I'm sure Greg won't be upset starting Owen, 2 because I'm sure he wouldn't be too upset locking up one one and getting Bijan Robinson on his roster like he keeps teasing, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think he's still ultimately going to take a quarterback, but you know he can tease Bijan all he wants. I, it's obviously he's a he's a dynamic running back prospect. Or maybe he's trying to drive
0: up the price to see if someone wants to he, trade that's, up.
1: That's also possible. He could be trying to get someone to trade off for Bijan. That's also possible.
0: Yeah, yeah, you you never know. He could be playing like eight D chess right now. But let's continue. The next thing we're going to talk about is the Denver Bruise, who just absolutely exploded this past uh, week against the Dallas strip who unfortunately disappointed. So Darren, what are your thoughts of this game?
1: Uh, I think Steve's going to roll on again and he's going to win again. It'll be two and oh.
0: Yeah. I really feel like, do you think this is slowly becoming a dark horse team?
1: Um, I think he's definitely in the mix for sure. Um, I know that like, he wasn't really talked about like all off season, but you know, he has a lot of good players like Saquon, Nick Chubb, AJ Brown, uh, Juju. I think he's like he's right in there. Like Darren Waller, Pat Mahomes, Tua. Like he's he has I a lot of. I almost wanna say he's a playoff lock,
0: especially with the new wild card introduced uh rule in yeah. PDL. Like he just scored one of the highest amounts this past week, right?
1: Yeah, but he just played Josh. So we, we don't want to get too ahead of nah, us.
0: Okay fair that, that's also why i'm saying if things don't go his way and gets really unlucky like he did the uh last year he does have got a pretty
1: really easy unlucky. like he plays josh twice and welch twice that's like four free wins
0: that's true so i feel like with him already putting up this amount of points like i said even if he does get unlucky i feel like scoring this high already puts him in a good place in yeah. the wild card If for whatever reason he doesn't get enough wins so i feel like yeah. this is definitely going to be a team to watch because i feel like it. Pulled off a lot of upsets, but yeah, not too much to dive into here. I think he's going to pull off that dub against Welch, but you still got to be interested in Welch's team because there's still a lot of question marks surrounding his roster because, like, is Michael Thomas still for real? Like, is he actually back? Is Brees Hall fully going to take over? We don't know, but um, I think you and I are pretty outspoken with saying, Welch, what are you doing? MT should be on a different uh-huh. team by now. You should already yep. have a couple of seconds or 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 late first or or just whatever crazy thing you're asking you should have that
1: already yep i um i agree like i we both we both saw max offer two seconds for mike thomas and waltz turned it down so i think i guess uh, it's
0: ride or die with mr slam boy but hey seeing two touchdowns with him has to make him feel pretty good but with that being said, let's continue to the next game. It's the Wichita Whirlwind versus the defending champ, the Murphy Street Empire, and so this has pretty good makings for a pretty interesting game, right?
1: I guess. Um, I think that Max's <laughs> team is just. I, Max's team is just just better, um, even with the Dak injury. Like if he has Justin Fields plugged in there, um, his team's just it's still better. So. I, I know that Jeff is gonna be coming into this one and O and he had his bye week game. Um, but he's gonna be facing a much tougher task in week two going against Max, and I think Max is gonna win again. He'll be two and Um his team's just, just just too good.
0: Yeah, I I feel like even with that hit to his team losing Dak, he his team is just so, so strong. And yeah. it's just impossible to keep him out. I feel like it should—it could be kind of close. I feel like, but it, it, just time will tell. But Max's team is just so so good. I'll just be interested to actually see when Max might be able to get the first L in his schedule because uh, that's mm-hmm. just how good his team looks. So he might be able to go on a run even with that injury that he took. But yeah, I definitely agree with you. I predict that Murphy Street Empire should pull off another victory here to start off two and zero undefeated, which would be great for them. And so with that being said the next game is going to be the Vatican City Cardinals versus the Philadelphia Yellow Hawks. So Josh who just literally put up uh, what looks like the least amount of points this week so far um against uh Philadelphia team who just looks like they're just doing everything right which is not a surprise because uh, I've been saying this over and over again on the podcast but the Yaws have one of the highest win percentage in PDL like In the history of the PDL, they just have the highest win percentage. So they're good for, which might surprise a lot of new time owners because they're not as active. But (laughs) as you can see, when the season starts, they're very active. (laughs) Like, like, that's why they have the nickname, the Yao Bots. Like a software engages and they're like, all right, we're locked in. Now we're making (laughs) trades. Kevin is even chatting in the chat all of a sudden. I'm like, what the
1: fuck? Where did this come
0: from? Kevin was texting me last
1: night. He was texting me last night about fantasy football last night. And like, I... He literally does not give two shits about fantasy football from February until September. Like, he does not care whatsoever. And then as soon as September comes back around, he's like, oh, shit, let's get back into it. And, and then it's he like, just swings his
0: dick It makes a fucking trade four <laughs> minutes before kickoff.
1: Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Like, why don't we... Like, literally, if you just, like, you know, once a month, if you just, like, responded in the chat every once in a while, like, you know, in a random day in July, just like, oh, let's see what's going on in Sleeper and just like nobody would really complain that much but it's he just <laughs> he doesn't give a shit fucking
0: like deletes the app and then he just like oh shit yeah. i should reinstall this
1: <laughs> fuck it's august 31st i gotta download sleeper again
0: <laughs> oh back to school sales are up again. oh shit
1: i gotta get shit, back to fantasy football <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah, the they're so... gonna win it's yeah, gonna, gonna be two and Like so, josh agree. josh isn't gonna win this
0: <laughs> do you think josh is gonna struggle for his first win for a little while
1: um yeah, let's let's look at Josh's schedule and see when he plays Greg. Um well, he plays Welch week 3. That'll be a pretty close game. Uh, that that one will be exciting. Um not exciting in the point output, but exciting in the final tally, I think. Um <laughs> Then he plays Max. That's a loss. Then he plays you. That's a loss. Then he plays me. That's a loss. Then he plays Brian. That's a loss. Then he plays Brett. That's a loss. Then he plays Mike. That's a loss. Then he plays Jeff. That's a loss. <laughs> then he plays Greg. <laughs> week 11. Week 11. That this is where the- you're like, oh, game but it of the looks year. like
0: um, Aaron Rodgers has a bye and Matt Stafford has a bye. No, I'm kidding.
1: Game of the year. Week 11. I think that one will be fun. That will be like, you know, what 75 to 70 and we'll be like a nail biting over there, <laughs> seeing who they are both on top.
0: winless at that point <laughs> and then they go up against
1: each other. So he has both of his quarterbacks, Stafford and rogers They oh, are so that's but, an automatic point, win for him by this point. Who knows? Josh could have traded one of these quarterbacks too. So, oh, um, shit. he has Penny Rashad Penny, who he just traded for, and Tyler Lockett are both on bye this week. So, no, oh, are you fucking kidding me? That's his best running back and his best receiver. They're both on bye, so oh it's very possible that Greg might win this game.
0: There's no way, dude. Just Aaron Rodgers alone. It's possible. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, it's possible. You're right. You're right.
1: Yeah, Chris, uh, if, your things have Like he's literally out here starting Anthony Schwartz and Austin Hooper and ne- Nick Westbrook aKinney Like yeah, like
0: unironically, like he's actually out starting there
1: in the Vatican City. It's bad. <laughs>
0: So no Cardinals are singing any songs of joy. I do but...
1: not think so. They are eating rat poison on the wires or something <laughs> like it's, it's not good out there. So
0: they're telling me there's a very realistic chance by the time he reaches Greg, There's both of those scenes could be winless.
1: Um, yeah, <laughs> right. I think it's possible. I think and there's a game... very real possibility. So that game could decide if Greg actually has the one one that would be so depressing for Greg. If he does not have the one because he... His team is so what if bad. What Greg accidentally <laughs> wins that
0: game? And then so Josh bad. looks at it, he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> now I'm just going <laughs> to
1: lose. <laughs> because Josh doesn't, Josh has, like, no incentive to lose because he doesn't have his own first. It's owned by Welch. So, like, the happiest man on earth would be Welch. And the saddest man on earth would be Greg. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but I can't believe that that's an actual probability that can happen. But A lot can change
1: between now and, and then. Oh, no, definitely 11, can.
0: So. Definitely can. But let's continue <laughs> to the runner-up to the game of the week. So not the game of the week, but it's still awesome. And we've got to keep our eye on it, even though one owner might say, oh, no, I'm going to get blown out. This sucks to not even give this other owner any, you know, kind of good feelings are the Hollywood Hustle versus the Southern Oregon Smoke. Brian versus mike darren this should this yeah. one should actually be pretty fun
1: this one should be a close one um if brian plays like he did this past week it will not be close but um i'm, I'm still gonna say brian's gonna win because naji harris looks like he's hurt and probably not gonna play K. acres looks like he's a backup running back now um so mike oh really <laughs> uh, because the Oregon has no running
0: backs i guess i'll give it to hollywood
1: <laughs> Like he has no running backs. Like he's going to be playing like Rex Burkhead in there. And uh, I guess like Kenneth Gainwell or something. Um, oh, so, wow. It's when not, you put it that way,
0: this isn't going to be close weird. at all.
1: I think it'll still be close because There's he still no has, way. he has, he still has Josh Allen and Justin Jefferson and Jalen Waddle. And like, he still has good players, but um, it's not going to be Jalen
0: hurts. <laughs> Fucking Debo Samuel and Cooper cup. Marky yeah, Andrews! Brian's
1: probably going to win. It's. I'm sorry, Mike, but Brian's probably going to win this.
0: So you're telling me Mike's going to start too? 2
1: uh, It's, it's kind of looking that way, right? Like, it's oh, not no. looking great. This is going to kill him, <laughs>
0: Mike, Mike, please right. listen. I, I don't know if you listen to the podcast, but, like, do not blow it up. Like, <laughs> there's only one bye week that we're giving out this year because of the number one seed. That's the only one, and you're probably not going to get it, but that's fine, because your team's still going to make the playoffs. And at that yeah. point, it's anyone's game. Like, yeah. Max made it, and he barely made the playoffs. And he nope. won the
1: whole thing last year. So do not blow know. it up. You really never know. You just got to uh, get in.
0: He's going to blow it up. He's not even going to listen to this podcast because he's already
1: blown it up. But Oh, yeah. Let's... He's already made his decision. <laughs> what you say is not going to sway him whatsoever. He
0: saw what Cam Akers did, and he's like, fuck it. I'm
1: done. <laughs> you know, it's, like, he was the the first first game of the season, Mike was like, fuck, my team sucks.
0: (laughs) It was literally like 20 minutes in to the very first game of Thursday Night Football. I was like, I'm done. It's over. (laughs) It's it it. it for me. But, um, no, sorry. But yeah, I completely agree. Hollywood Hustle, you get the respect. You guys should, uh, with how the running back room looks like in Southern Oregon, you guys should coast to a victory here. So now let's get to the game of the week, Darren. Elephant in the room. We didn't talk about your team, but why is that? It's because you're taking on the biggest rivalry in the PDL is the Carolina Thunder versus the Dubrovnik Dragons. Darren, mm. your team just disappointed, but they are a prime candidate to bounce back. I think you were saying something on the lines of, well, I kind of told my team, if you guys don't want to score this week, just save, it. <laughs> just save it. Yeah, it's a rest week. Just save it for a big rivalry next weekend. <laughs> Sleeper kind of agrees with you. It's Essentially, it's as close to 50-50 as you can get based on projections.
1: Yeah. So, with yeah. that being
0: said, uh, yeah, please enlighten me because so, you will have a better insight than I do with this matchup
1: so i I could um put in you know, Rashad Bateman on my bench, or um I could put in Michael Carter, I guess, because he seems to be the, oh, the, the you'd love to see it. it would make it a the score a little bit closer, but um, Tom Brady is not going to have Chris Godwin. He's playing New Orleans, and he always struggles against New Orleans. So I'm not really confident, not confident about that. Kirk Cousins is playing the Eagles on Monday Night Football. So there's two things. That's like his biggest script tonight, dude. There's exactly there's two things. So the Eagles defense just got lit the fuck up by the Lions, but (laughs) it's on Monday Night Football, and Kirk Cousins always poops his pants in prime time. So Kirk Cousins and Tom Brady, that's like kind of neutral there. Like they're, that's like not really. It's a push, right? Like neither of them are gonna have great games, most likely. Um, no,
0: come on. I think
1: I think Kirk is. I, I don't know because it's, it's a new a offense. Did you see how
0: amazing
1: they just I looked. Don't, I don't think it matters that it's a, it, because it's still Kirk Cousins and it's still prime time, and he still is gonna poop his pants. But it's I Justin just, Jefferson.
0: He's like the ultimate like wild card.
1: So what if what if they put Darius Slay on Justin Jefferson and they just shadow him the whole game, and. Well, yeah, that, only, that would
0: hurt him, but the only, Eagles won't do that. Do you know how bad, are off def- what, yeah, bad or off, what bad or whatever? Sucks. Yeah, Gannon, that's he it, sucks.
1: fucking Gannon. So, all right, well, I- I'm going to say it's a push. Okay, fine, but, fine. And fine. then we have Javante Javante Williams against Houston, which is a fucking amazing matchup. Oh yeah, and then we have Dalvin Cook against the same Philadelphia Eagles on Monday Night Football. Um, I'm going to say that one's a push too. Oh, DeAndre yeah, Swift destroyed us. But yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, it's Dalvin Cook. <laughs> all right. Wait. So the Minnesota
0: offensive line though is not as good as Detroit's, though. To be fair.
1: No, it's definitely not. Um, I I would say it's a push because I think the Houston matchup is like way better, and I think okay, that the yeah. Broncos no, are going to destroy okay, Houston. I would. Yeah. So I think it's a, I think it's about a push. And then all right. So then we have Leonard Fournette against New Orleans, tough matchup, and Antonio Gibson who just had 150 yards. Against Detroit. So the Eagles just absolutely dominated Detroit on the ground. Um, all three of their running backs had touchdowns. So I would say I'm giving this to Antonio Gibson um, slightly, but I might be biased.
0: That's where I could come in as a tiebreaker. Uh, if anything, I want to give this a push because okay, okay. Lenny is going to be force fed with pure volume. And I project that the Buccaneers, for whatever reason, might have a negative game script. I could just Mm -hmm. can you just perfectly vision this game as the game that Jameis Winston randomly has that game where he throws like four passing touchdowns out of fucking nowhere. This is where Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry, Chris Lobby all show up and they're like, look, Tom Brady, look what we can do. And now Tom Brady is against a negative game script. And I feel like although there's a lot of mouths to feed, Tom Brady Mm -hmm. also loves checking it down to Lenny. And so, once again, I think Gibson is just going to be way more effective. But I feel like just because of that pure volume, I'm not comfortable giving him the advantage. So I, I would say push.
1: So so far we got three pushes, all three so far. The next one, C.D. Lamb versus Michael Pittman, our two top number one guys. I'm giving it to Michael Pittman. C.D. Lamb just lost his quarterback. Super oh, Socks. Darren, I'm um, I'm proud of you here. It's it's going to be Michael Pittman. He's going to have more points. Um, so. I don't want to dwell on this one too long. We're just going to move on. (laughs) Good, good. (laughs) The next one is DJ Moore against Marquise Brown. Um, DJ Moore is playing the Giants, and Marquise Brown is playing the Raiders. I don't know who the top cornerback is for either of these teams. Um, I'm going to give it to DJ Moore by a hair, but it's probably a push. Um, I, I think we could give that one a push too, right?
0: Yeah, I'm just really excited to see how they have been incorporating Hollywood into that offense. You could definitely yeah. tell that there's some chemistry there, but yeah. um, I I can't confidently sit here and be like, oh yeah, he's definitely going to be way better than what DJ Moore is going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, So yeah, push.
1: The next one we have Deontay Johnson against the Patriots and Brandon Cooks against Denver. I'm going to give this to Brandon Cooks because I feel like there's going to be a whole lot of garbage time in this game and Brandon Cooks is going to need to put up some points. Um, so that's that's two for Brett so far, Pittman and Cooks. Um, wow, I was going to say push one, here, but no, but keep going. The next one we don't have to talk about at all because it's <laughs> Travis Kelsey and TJ Hawkinson. That's Travis Kelsey, like, no doubt. Um, the next one, finally, I'm going to get a win here, I think. Cortland Sutton against Houston and Josh Jacobs against Arizona. I'm giving that to Cortland Sutton. Do you have any... Qualms. Nope.
0: Nope. I feel okay. like I would have better uh, vindication here if I knew how the Monday night game goes. But even without that, I'm so in on Cortland Sutton.
1: Okay. So the next one, as I have it right now, I have Travis Etienne against Indianapolis and he has Zach Ertz against Las Vegas. Um, I would probably give this to Etienne, but it's probably a push because Etienne's split in the backfield 50 50 with Robinson. Um, I know he's getting like all the important touches like Max posted in the chat like not too long ago like he's getting all the goal lines shit he's getting the two minute drills he's getting the, like he's getting all the important touches so I, I would give it to ETN but it's it's probably close
0: yeah I, I, I would have to say a push only because this is a tight end premium and I could definitely mm. see one of those games where Zach just true. catches like six catches and for like 40 yards but that's 10 points right there because it's a full PPR for uh tight end reception. So just because of that, um, Deckers does not have to look good at all to get points. And the best way to illustrate yeah. that is I had Hayden Hurston. He did nothing. And he got me almost 10 points this past. That's
1: true. <laughs> like he did nothing. All right. <laughs> so for the, we'll I'll say that one's a push too. And then moving on to the last one, Matt Ryan against Jacksonville and Jared Goff against the Redskins. Um, uh, I commanders, would give
0: this- commanders, sir.
1: Oh yeah, the commander. Sorry. I I I'm never gonna get used to that name because it's so fucking bad. All right,
0: old man. Um, I'm here for you.
1: I'm giving it to Matt Ryan. Um I know he had like a shaky game in the first half of against Houston. Um, but Carson Wentz just absolutely lit up Jacksonville. And I think Matt Ryan's gonna do the <laughs> same with but Michael Pittman's gonna benefit for the Brett on the other side there, but I think Matt Ryan is going to outscore Jared Goff, who is playing the commanders. Um I just think that going to, I mean, it might not be much, a couple points, you know, but I think Matt Ryan's going to have a better game.
0: Yeah. I mean, Matt Ryan threw for what? Over 350 yards this last game and threw a touchdown? Yeah. He just
1: had a couple turnovers. That yeah. Was he just problem. had a couple
0: turnovers. but I mean, yeah. he's still had a good game. Yeah. And this is the same defense that just got destroyed by Carson Wentz and Matt Ryan. I mean, The Colts saw the difference. So they're like, I mean, if the Colts see the difference, everyone else sees the difference. So they have Matt Ryan now. So I expect them to be pretty dominant. So, yeah, I agree with you. I give him the advantage over Goff.
1: Okay. So when you come down to it, we have push, 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 (laughs) Brett, (laughs) push, Brett, put, or Brett, um, me, push me. So, oh, two to three. Yeah. Brett's going to win. Um, I think it'll be close, but I think he's going to win.
0: Yeah, it should be really, really interesting to see how this goes. The thing that I was most look forward to every time I see really, really close games is to see if there's any Monday night games. And it looks like Brett has two of them. So yeah. we're not going to know how this game goes until when Monday night's over with, because we will still have Kirk Cousins, which to is help the worst.
1: I hate that so much right? when I'm on the other side of that. Like when I have guys on Monday night, like how you have DK tonight, I'm like, so
0: excited right now. But yeah, if I like, Max, awesome. I'm fucking, I hate it. Like last <laughs> yeah. night when it was <laughs> the Cowboys' play, is the primetime like, game, I hated it because I he had Dak and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to hate watching this game. But yeah. like now I have DK, but if Max had DK, like if the, if the scenario was switched, like you're mentioning, I would hate this.
1: Yeah, it's so much more enjoyable when you're hoping for the points, but when you're not, you're, when you're like, need the points, it's like, it's like, yes, like, I got this, I got this, I got this.
0: <laughs> oh, and I'm picturing Max right now, like with DK, especially, like, you could go like a full three quarters and he could only have like two catches for like 20 yards, and you're like, oh, this is, this is fine. Like, this is, mm-hmm. I'm gonna win. And then mm-hmm. randomly, DK could get a 45 yard bomb for a touchdown. You're like, what the fuck? And everything's over. Mm hmm. I know you love to see it. You love to see it. But no, I I agree. Because they have Kirk Cousins and Alvin Cook, you're gonna be pretty antsy like this whole next week.
1: I know. I think I think it's gonna be very close. And you know, if my team really does conserve all of their points for this big matchup, I'm gonna win. But I don't think I'm gonna win.
0: <laughs> I know, but I it's so close because it's essentially 50 50. But Darren, I'm gonna have to be honest with you. I'm gonna have to go with the storylines here. I'm gonna pick Brett. And it's mostly because he's undefeated when his team is featured in the game of the week. And I don't like to go against that kind of juju. So I'm going to side with Brett. I think his undefeated streak continues. And that means he's going to start two and with one of the harder schedules in the PDL, yeah. which is pretty darn impressive, right? He's making a statement right off
1: the bat. Yeah. I mean, all good things have to come to an end though. Right. So, oh, right, you it's...
0: have to be a little bit pessimistic there, huh? <laughs>
1: it's it's gonna happen eventually He can't win them all
0: (laughs) you're i mean you're right you're right but for at least in max's case it looks like he might go undefeated for a little while
1: yeah that's true
0: but with that being said yeah thanks for joining in guys very excited to be dialed in tonight for the monday night football game but more excited to kind of see how the storylines continue to unravel here in the pdl also Keep a lookout for the power rankings that are going to go out. Usually I'll have them up right around Wednesdays. So uh, keep an eye out for that. But until then, guys, take care.
1: Thank you for tuning in to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed your meal. We'll catch you next time.